Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. are listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here in the Queen City on ESPN Charlotte. Uh, we're so glad that you're here with us. I mean, there's only 4 billion things that you could be doing with your time, uh, but you're tuned in, you're listening, and whether you're listening live right here in the Queen City or maybe you're listening to the podcast, I mean, gosh, we're everywhere, right, Chris? I mean, we're on Apple, we're on Google, Spotify. It doesn't matter how you're listening to the show. We just appreciate that you're here Uh, But I don't do the show alone. I'm sitting next to the finest co-host in the world, and he also rocks a really serious beard. I mean, the guy's crushing it today. Chris, how are you, friend? Titus, good to see you. As always, what a beautiful start to the summer. And we got another wonderful guest that we're going to talk to today and that, that I actually have some connections to. That's Anytime right, you're yeah. from the Sunflower State, right? That's right. State of Kansas. It's always fun to bring folks from that great state on the show. And, and we've got a very successful one here today. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we start every show the same way. We ask that you'll join us. And here we go. So really simply, Lord, we give you thanks for all things. We ask that you'd bless the show, uh, our guests, our, our sponsors, our, our partners, just everyone involved. Uh, Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Well, let me get right to it. So we've got this 30-minute powerful show today, and and business professionals are tuning in to listen to these shows. Um, I'd like to think that they're tuning in to listen to me and maybe you, Chris, right? But we know that's not why they tune in, right? So today we have Michael J. Mayer, North America's most referred real estate professional and the founder of the Generosity Generation. Uh, He's dedicated his life and business to helping salespeople better their lives uh, and enjoy more profits from it. He's rocked the top of his profession by earning more than a million dollars in his third year of full real estate with the slogan, we're not number one, you are. The, (laughs) The Kansas City Home Team continues to be one of the top real estate companies in Kansas City. And Mayer is one of the most in-demand speakers on things like referrals, generosity, marketing, and relationship building. And here's the deal. He has shared the stage with folks like Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, and two presidents. If that wasn't enough, he's endorsed by celebrities like Barbara Corcoran, Dave Ramsey, and hopefully he'll tell the rest of the world that Titus Bartolotta interviewed him. We'll see how that works. (laughs) Michael, how are you, friend? Thanks for being on the show. Wow, doing fantastic, man. I, I appreciate being on. It's always a, a privilege to, to speak with you guys. And uh, Titus, Chris, it's, I'm looking forward to this. It'll be fun. Great oh. intro. And uh, man, I'm revved. I, I had to stand up. I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, well, let me set the stage, okay? So the, t- the solution from today's huddle is going to be uh, just the power of turning relationships into referrals. And we thought, who in the world is better fit than the best-selling author of the book, The Seven Levels of Communication. Uh, I remember, Michael, when I first read your book years ago, um, I was blown away by how artful and easy the read was, but how direct and deliberate your directions were. I mean, it's just easy to read the book, follow the the steps, and then go win. Well, thank you. I think one of the biggest things on that is, is we just crossed a, a big uh, accomplishment with Seven L, the seven levels of communication on this little site called Amazon.com. <laughs> we just crossed eight straight years 
as the number one book in real estate sales. Wow. So, you know, we're in the sales general uh, category, but in the real estate sales category, we've been number one for eight straight years. And what's amazing is, is it's 100% word of mouth and referral. So no marketing, no advertising, no promotion, no big list that you, you send something to. It's 100% people like you and Chris who have told others about the book and they've read it and told others about the book. And, and I have to tell you, it took me an extra year to turn it into a story instead of just making it like all the other nonfiction, you know, business or, or self-help books. It, it, it's a love story that even a guy could read, obviously. <laughs> and um, I'm glad I did that because it, it made it more interesting. And I could show you Rick implementing the strategies Instead of just telling you, nobody likes to be told. And we all know that to be shown is always better than to be told. So that was the beautiful part of making this a power parable is I could show people the strategies and Rick implementing the strategies and the results of those strategies uh, because I made it into a story. So uh, I love it. I, I, I love that I wrote it that way, um, even though it took me a lot longer. And, you know, the second book took me a lot longer to get out because I made it a story, you know, so, but it's worth it. It's worth it because it's a better read and uh, people are, are actually implementing the strategies uh, versus just reading it. Yeah. You know, I, I got to tell you that I love that you made it into a story because uh, the folks that are really getting on the bandwagon now with storytelling as such a, a great go to market solution for being effective in one's communication or sales approach it's, it's really the last few years that's becoming a thing. And I think your book was ahead of that curve. Um, yeah. your, your book allows, um, you know, I wrote a book and, and I didn't write it that way because it takes a lot longer and I didn't have the patience <laughs> yeah. that you had. But, uh, but the truth is your book gets out of the way and it lets the reader be the hero of the story. Um, mm. And I think that that's so special. You know, every good story has to have characters, a setting, uh, problems, solutions, right? We know that. Uh, but if we want to convince folks, if we want to tell stories with the intent to persuade, there's got to be heroes and villains. And your book found such a wonderful way to take more of the Mr. Miyagi role, the guide, the Yoda, so that so that I, the reader, could be Luke Skywalker. You know, I could be the hero in your story and see myself and and therefore be motivated to take action. And I think that's just beautiful. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you noticing that. Most people don't even... You know, you're, you're extremely reflective, obviously, right, and self-aware. And most people just read it as a story and say, man, that was a good story. You know, <laughs> they, they don't know that, you know, there, is a, there are a couple of villains, right? Alan's a villain. Yep. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Don Basic is a villain, right? Yeah. And, you know, at its, most, at its deepest level, when people read it the first time, they kind of get it. But, but at its deepest level, you know, Don Basic kind of represents ego, and Rick represents going from the ego era to the generosity generation. He represents selflessness, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we wonder who's going to get the girl and who's going to have the success. And, you know, I'm not going to spoil the end, right? Spoiler yeah. alert. Right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, but uh, the fact that they all die in the end is really a nice <laughs> twist, I thought. So. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Uh, well, yeah. let me tell you this as well. I would know, tell every business professional on the planet 
that this needs to be, you know, everyone does these book clubs now, mm-hmm. Mike, Michael. Um, this has to be there. Like every everyone listening needs to make this part of their book club because it doesn't yeah. matter the industry, right? I mean, I, the books, the stories about real estate, but every one of the principles I think applies to every professional industry. And I would encourage every CEO, every sales manager, this is a book your team has to read. Well, I appreciate that. I, I think if you want to build your business on love, generosity, and appreciation, then this book applies to you, right? Mm. So, you know, that's the entire system. The 7L system is predicated on, you know, building a business based off love, generosity, and appreciation. And it's not, you know, foo-foo and, and we're all holding hands singing kumbaya around a campfire, right? No. It's, it's, not, it's not just this self-help pie in the sky, like, you can do it, you know, <laughs> or it's all about relationships. Well, it's not all about relationships, it's about referrals. We all have relationships, but what does it take to bridge the gap from having relationships to actually getting referrals? It takes more than foo-foo. It, take, it takes strategy, right? Tony Robbins says there's three ways to change your life. One is you can change your state, which is your energy state. And, and I'm also a big believer in that, in, in that, you know, if you're, you're sitting, stand, if you're standing, walk, if you're walking, jog. And, and, if there's a way to get into better physical shape and it will, you know, help your life or, or, or create more energy in your life then do it. And, and his events are all about energy and state, right? Which, and he's changed lives. So I guess that works. Right. (laughs) And then story, right. You can change your story and it'll change your life. An example of that is, is um, like celebration. You win a big game or you win a big contract, right? How, you know, the traditional way is, is, you know, how do you go celebrate? And traditionally, people would go celebrate with drinking alcohol or, or getting a cake uh, or, or celebrating by going out to dinner, right? Well, those three are unhealthy practices, right? So, so instead, what if our celebration was hanging out with friends, right, or calling the people you knew, right? And, and we have to change our story around celebration or, or story around dinner, right? Clean your plate. Mm-hmm. Is that good advice or not, right? So we have these stories that we have, and we have to be aware of our story so that we can change our story. And, you know, that's been a very big one in my life is, is changing my story around certain things, especially eating and celebration. And I mean, when we had a birthday, we'd go to Red Lobster, you know what I mean? And we'd celebrate the birthday at an expensive restaurant and spend – you know, more money than we had any other day of the year uh, for birthdays. And it's like, that's, that's an unhealthy practice for a lot of reasons, right? It doesn't mean we don't splurge or invest our money in other things. It just means that we need to change our story around some of these unhealthy practices. And then the third way you can change your, your, your life, and this is the biggest one for me, is you can change it through a strategy. I don't need an energy boost. I have a lot of energy. I don't necessarily... Uh, have a lot of uh, stories that have been programmed in my head. It's you give me a strategy and I'm going to go do it. I'm, and that's how I motivate. It's like I am, I am motivated by having a new strategy and I can't wait to implement it. And that's how I motivate others. It's like, all right, do this. And then here's the results that you're going to get. Uh, and, and so strategy is a big part. And that's the thing about this love, generosity, and appreciation is, 
is we have strategies under love. We have about 35 strategies under generosity. And then we have about 100 strategies under appreciation. So that's, that's the power of what we do. You know, I, what I love so much is the intentionality behind everything that you do and say. You know, I, mm-hmm. I got to tell you that it was a real estate professional that first brought the seven levels of communication to me. Um, I run a business development kind of networking organization called Business Leaders Unleashed in, in North Carolina. And we had about 100 members at the time. We were about a year, year and a half old. And somebody said, man, I can't believe you read this book and turned it into an honest to God, you know, expression of business activity daily. And I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, all the core values of blue and all the stuff you guys do, it's like you're preaching out of the, the seven levels Bible. Okay. And I said, what are you talking about? And so I read the book and I said, oh my God, I'm going to have to pay this guy royalties. Um, because we basically, we basically created this, this tangible thing where I, I mean, I was teaching people that if you're going to be in, intentional about doing a one-on-one with somebody, you ought to sit down with a loan officer at 9 a.m. and at 10 a.m. when you're done, make sure a real estate agent shows up so that you can impress both of them by making an introduction and a connection uh, and just wow the socks off of it. And, And then I read the book and I thought, oh my goodness. I mean, what I thought was just common sense happenstance. You said, no, no, this is strategic, intentional behavior that leads to a result far bigger than you could think of. And I was blown away with how powerful that message was poured into the listener, the reader, in this case, me. And it was really special. Well, you understood, right? You understood the power of it because you've been implementing it. And so you, so you had a, a bigger basis of, you know, some people are coming to it new and fresh and, and you know, haven't really been strategic. You're naturally strategic, so you 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 know latched onto it and and just totally uh, got it immediately right the networking stack at home court advantage I mean there's I mean how long has being a regular at a bar or restaurant been a thing I mean even in the old west sure. days I mean I think even in even in the the Roman days you know that they went to the same you know drinking spot or the same eating spot on a daily basis and everybody knew their name right quote unquote cheers. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, there's a power in being a regular, but but that's it's a strategy to become a regular. You know, don't just become a regular at a bar. Yeah. Become a regular at a really nice restaurant. So there's a sense of classiness to the recognition. And when when you know you're setting up an appointment for the home court advantage, the other person doesn't know it's your home court advantage. Yeah. But when you walk in and everybody's hugging you and asking about your family and and basically, they're going to think maybe he's the owner of the of the restaurant, sure. right? Because everybody knows you. And then, uh, you know, it's kind of a de facto dining room uh, effect. And then you've got these meetings back to back to back to back. And we suggest three or four back to back meetings called the networking stack. And batching our our task is not a new concept, right? I mean, real estate agents have been you know, not showing one home at a time, they typically show three homes or five homes or seven homes back to back to back. Like an efficiency expert, they, they you know, have their appointments back to back and they batched or stacked their appointments. It works the same way with networking that we should, you know, stack our appointments back to back to back and then introduce the people 
in between appointments and let them meet each other. And when we connect to other people, it really benefits all three of us. And it also is, is strategic because if you have somebody that's new to you and then you introduce them to someone who knows you very well and is what we call an ambassador for you, an ambassador is somebody who speaks highly of you and refers you willingly and often. And, and you take the new person, introduce them to the ambassador, they connect. Well, the ambassador is going to sell you for you so that you don't have to sell you. And all of a sudden, the new person becomes at least a champion, maybe an ambassador for you. And that's my entire program is selling without selling yourself. Yeah, and that's that's the entire program, right? That's how I got the Dave Ramsey endorsement. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's no doubt that the difference between bragging and branding is just who says it, right? Uh, listen, real quick, every single person listening, uh, don't you dare tune away. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're, we're here with the Michael J. Mayer, the author of The Seven Levels of Communication. Stay put. We'll be right back on the other end of this commercial break. Carolina Volkswagen is not only known for their locally owned top customer service and no haggling approach since 1991, they also feature one of the area's top service departments. Visit Carolina Volkswagen today at 7800 East Independence Boulevard and discover why their service department is so well respected online at carolinavw.com. Alpha Graphics Charlotte, located in Pineville, is a marketing and print solutions company that helps businesses of all sizes. They provide services such as graphic design, printing, signage, direct mail, promotional products, and expert project execution with the ultimate goal of promoting your brand to get noticed and get business. Contact Alpha Graphics Charlotte and Pineville today and let them show you all the different types of marketing and branding solutions that they can provide. Hey, this is Titus Bartolotta from Collaborative Solutions Group. Yeah, I'm an author. I'm a busy uh, business professional. I own multiple companies. But the truth is, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I am in my home all the time. I wanted to take just a quick minute and share with the whole world uh, that my good friend, Danny Castillo of Quality Air of the Carolinas has done some amazing things in our home. They've helped to make our air quality far more clean, healthy, and pure. I recommend everybody take a moment to reach out to their company and find out how you can improve the quality of air in your home too. Think about how much your car does for you. Carrying you around, getting you to places on time, the kids do appointments, taking you for a night on the town, and even plays the radio for you while you're driving. So consider everything your car does for you. Isn't it time you did something nice for your car? Bring your car into your local Jiffy Lube for a signature service oil change with Pennzoil Motor Oil. We will check, inspect, and fill vital fluids, ensuring your car is ready for whatever you ask of it, and you won't even have to lift a finger. Get on your car's good side today with a signature service oil change at Jiffy Lube. All right, guys, we're back. You are listening to Solution from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Hey, listen, if you want to listen to the show, make sure you find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere that podcasts are found. You can also go to ESPNCharlotte.net or team-csg.com. It's pretty easy. In fact, you can sponsor and be a part of this show and get some more exposure. Uh, how do they do that, Chris? Yeah, quick email, Chris at ESPN730.com, and we can certainly start that conversation and that process. Michael J. Mayer joining us here on Solutions from the Huddle. You mentioned earlier that Michael has shared the stage with two presidents, which always blows me away, right? Yeah. Um, Michael, if you if you would, just uh, kind of share with us what that experience was like and, and, and who you shared the stage with. Yeah, so 
I've shared the stage with, uh, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, it's uh, it's one Republican and one Democrat, just to just to balance it out, right? So George W. Bush, uh, and also Bill Clinton, right? So it's wow. it's it's one of those where it's like uh, they're 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 uh, you know I hit both sides of the aisle with that one. So you know what's interesting about that is how I got the opportunity, right? So. So the opportunity is is one thing, and it was awesome. And uh, what was amazing to me is is you know George W. Bush was um, you know we all had this impression of him when he was the president, but he was so relaxed and so grounded and so like he was not on like you know you've got Tony Robbins over here, and and I've taught business mastery with him, and I've done some different things uh, with with Tony Robbins, and and he's always on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, his energy is a peak. There's no relaxed Tony Robbins that I ever experienced or saw, you know? Uh, he, and, and the opposite was George W. Bush. I mean, he was just like so grounded, so real. Um, and it was, and Clinton is the ultimate in charisma. I mean, there is an attraction about this guy that, uh, you know, it's, it's almost indescribable. And I tried to notice it, what it is. He's just really aware, like he's not, you know, he's not, he's not aware of himself. He's aware of everybody else. He has this hyper awareness of everything that's going around him. And it's almost like he's looking to connect people or he's looking to find something to compliment in other people. Uh, whereas there's some people that they're hyper aware of how they look right. and how they are, right? Mm-hmm. They're, you know, what is their impression to the world? And and with Clinton, it was much more about like seeing everybody else, and he was very complimentary and very uh, he praised everybody and just just a really he was still on, right? But he wasn't um, it wasn't on for himself. It was on for everybody else. He yeah. genuinely wanted the the uh, environment and the experience to be great for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How important do so, you do you see that in yeah. in the small business owner who's not a celebrity? Like so, mm-hmm. so when you're saying yeah. that, my brain goes, "Wait a minute, what about Bill? Like Bill mm-hmm. or Sarah or Tom who aren't aware that hey, I'm a big deal and people are looking at me and I've got to be on yeah. for them. Like Bill and Sarah and Tom and Fred." are probably thinking no one's paying attention to me because I'm <laughs> like, don't they still have to kind of find a way to be aware that they have to still connect others and, and be on for people? Is that right? And if so, how, how do they do three. it? Okay. Uh, and what is interesting, I've never talked about this in an interview before. I've never had this question. And it's one of those where I think it's all three. I think we have to dress like Tony Robbins and we need to have this energy state of Tony. Every interaction we need to stand up. We need to puff our chest out. We need to have our head up, and and we need to walk in like a hero, right? Not strutting, not but but literally head up with a smile on our face, and we need to exude positive energy. If you're going to a networking group to complain about things, you're <laughs> you're going to find that uh, you're you're going to be disappointed in your networking results, right? So it's like, and you know what? But but isn't that about being real? Is if I go in there with my problems or 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 the you know the frustrations? No, no, that's not real. That's that's just being a curmudgeon. 
right? Yeah. Is what's real is bringing out the most positive you and seeing the positive and everything about the opportunity that the networking experience has. And, and that is dressing appropriate, uh, appropriately and being aware of, of yourself, right? I mean, you don't want to walk in, talk to a bunch of people, and then find out you have a burger on your nose, right? Yeah. That's self-awareness, <laughs> sure. right? So, so go, you know, go look as good as you can. Have the most energy that you can. Take care of yourself. We truly believe in the generosity generation that there's an acronym. We use a lot of acronyms, but it's FLY, which is first love yourself. First love yourself. What's your morning ritual look like? What do your rituals look like? What's your pre-networking ritual look like? What are you doing for yourself before you walk into a networking opportunity? You need to get your state up. You need to clear your mind. You need to put your freaking phone away, right? You need to be there 100%. And that lead, that, so that's Tony Robbins, right? And then <laughs> that leads you into Bill Clinton, right? And Bill Clinton is, okay, I put my phone away. His, 100% of his attention is, okay, I'm not worried about myself. I, I took care of myself. First, love yourself. Now I have this hyper-awareness. I'm looking not just at the person in front of me. I'm looking all across the room. And I will tell you that's one of the best things you can do when you walk into a crowded room is open up the door. You walk through the do- door head high, and you look all the way at the far end of the room. You look left to right, and you just put a smile on your face. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the secret to a grand entrance is you're just, you smile and maybe nobody sees you, but people are going to feel you. They're going to feel your energy. And then the hyper awareness is look for opportunities to help or look for people who are not talking to other people. Right. And, and don't just gravitate to the people, you know, every time, right. Gravitate to helping come in the spirit of helpfulness in the spirit of generosity in the spirit of giving, what has happened is you start the receiving process. The receiving process isn't isn't a a a the start of a process. The 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 receiving is the byproduct of giving, right? You've got to give first. You got to go in the spirit of generosity, and that's what Clinton is, right? I want this experience. I want this networking experience to be the best for everybody in this room. How would I make that happen? And then the last thing is is George W. Bush is just relax, right? Be grounded and don't be braggadocio, right? You don't need to brag. You don't need to talk about yourself at all. In fact, I've found the louder and more you talk about yourself, the less others will talk about you. But what we really want is others to talk about us. So talk less about us and talk more about others. And and that's that's kind of the combination of experiences from from those those three people that we can we can learn from and, and execute on. You know, I've oftentimes told clients that you're always teaching even when you think you're not. And so for the folks that that don't feel that they are in a position to teach or lead or mentor or coach, I tell folks um, you're always teaching the folks around you how to treat you, you know, what behavior is acceptable. It sounds like you're kind of talking a little bit about, you know, by doing this, by starting this process, you know, you can't get until you first give. You're almost – teaching the folks around you, this is the appropriate behavior when you're around me, right? A giving mm-hmm. generosity kind of flavor. That's what I do. So therefore that's what I'm telling you subconsciously that I'm into. That's, that's how you're supposed to, to, to interact in my space. And, and I, I wonder if that's true across the board, 
and, and you know, in the advice that you give folks. And and in the in the last year, minute and a half that we've got, I'd love any you know tips and tricks and best practices uh, to to that effect, if that makes sense. So I think the it rolls into the same thing, right? Do the positivity test sometime. We you know we call this. Everybody's like. Well, I am positive. I am looking to give. I am always giving, right? Or everybody's like, I'm a giver, right? Okay, so let's test it. Call 10 people and see how many people answer. And that's the test. If you call 10 people and nobody answers, it's not because they're busy. It's not because they're in appointment. It's not because they're at work. It's because they don't think that they're going to get value from the call, right? So you've either sold them or complain to them, or then some type of looking for something every time you call, right? Yeah. But if you're super positive, and every time you call, it's, it's uh, positive, an opportunity, a referral, or something good, then they're going to answer the phone, right? So, so that's the positivity test. It's, it's just call 10 people that you know are entrepreneurs or professionals, sales professionals, and see how many answer the phone. And guess what? That's your test. If they answer the, I mean, here's the thing. If you looked down on your phone and it said Dave Ramsey, right, is yeah. calling, would you answer the phone? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, and, and hopefully yeah. people have the same response to Michael Mayer. If they see Michael Mayer's, you know, on the, the caller ID, they pick up the phone because you know what? They know it's not going to be complaining. I'm not looking for anything. I'm not looking for them to give money or give me anything. I, they know that it's going to be an opportunity to speak or it's going to be a referral for more business. It's going to be an introduction or connection that's going to help their life. It's going to be super positive or it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be uh, where I, I'm looking for their advice, maybe on something and people love to give advice. Right. There, there is so, no, there is no doubt that that yeah. has been the case this entire interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you as we close out, those tips, those tricks are going to be seeds that turn into massive crops for our listeners, and they have already been for me. So let me say, Michael J. Mayer, the author of the Seven Levels of Communication, thank you so much for being on this program. We hope you'll come back. Titus, Chris, this experience has been fantastic. You guys are so communicative and professional. I just, I just really, it's been an honor and privilege, certainly. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Have the best day ever. We hope to hear and see and, and feel you guys next week, every week, right here, Solutions from the Huddle, ESPN Charlotte. Hey, guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, we ask that you come back every Saturday morning at 1030 a.m. If you want to listen to the show on demand and online, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.